All right, guys, what is happening? We're back again, the Off Track Experience podcast. Real pumped to bring in this episode. I sit down with the guys from Grey Zone Pirate Life Racing. Now, the guys are based out of Adelaide and they've, it's Nathan, Tom and Geordie. So, they've just picked up Geordie from, from Western Australia. But pretty cool to see they're having a presence at the National Champs and building this team up now and getting a lot of outside sponsors and stuff and just been a really rad little team. They've got Wicked Campus on board as well, which is cool to see. They're just cruising around these things that are all all sprayed and covered in stuff. But um, it's cool to see them just like putting the effort into to bring this team together and then being at these events and having a cool presence there and then also being in the motocross sector as well. So they're in the outdoors and the supercross. So really cool to see them how they've built up the team and where the, the direction they want to go with it and then what they're putting into it so it was cool to sit down with them and get them get a perspective of what they want to do and where, where they're going and just have a good chat with them i've been good friends with geordie for a long time so kind of bring up some old memories and stuff which was good as well so hope you really guys and like the ch- hope you guys enjoy the chat uh before we get into it I'd like to thank the sponsors bluegrass helmets as always for hooking it up shingle back uh those guys have been awesome as well so they get behind it crushed for uh letting us use their tent to record this whole thing and, and keep filling up the generator for me so that was awesome and 74 works. So if you guys want anything custom coded, like springs, frames, any parts on your bike, hit that guy up. Mitch Smith, absolute legend. We'll sort you out. So yeah, enjoy. Tricks in and I old dog get. I like when I get taught how to podcast by people who come in. It's just like, yeah, extended here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I told you, this is all new to me. This is yeah. like the third time I've used all this stuff. But yeah, no, we're getting there. Yeah. We're getting there slowly. But yeah, setup. when you talk into it, literally just right into it. Yeah. And then you'll hear yourself, it'll be, it'll be pretty clear. But. Yeah, we're here with the boys anyway. We've got Geordie, Tom, Nathan. You've made the pilgrimage over from, from Perth. Are you pretty much the only boys that come over here from Perth? Because like, I, don't, I don't know if XE guys, but in the downhill enduro scene, I feel like you guys are just, you're always you're making, making the pilgrimage and, and laying it down for Western Australia. There's a couple of boys. I'm the only one from Perth. Eh? These two boys are from um, Adelaide. Oh, true. Yeah. 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 But, yeah um, so the team's born people. out of... Sorry, go on. Sorry, yeah, the team's born out of Adelaide. Oh, true. Just recently got Jordan on board. Um, sort of middle of last year, yeah. Through COVID, um, so it was an opportune time to expand things and yeah, have a look at another another angle. Yeah, yeah, coming in. So when you guys picked Geordie up, was that just like was that like in the works for a while? Or did you kind of like you knew you wanted to get I guess expand with more athletes, or was that just something that you kind of I know you kind of just fell into the role? Like how did it all kind of start off? Um, it all, I guess, in the middle of COVID, obviously things were um, as they were. People weren't racing or riding so much. Um, we had met Geordie 2019, I think it was. We headed over to WA. Yeah. Um, our title sponsor, Pirate Life Brewing, wanted us to do a, a trip or a pilgrimage, as you call it, across yeah. to, uh, as to, to WA and document it. And, um, yeah, second time across another board. I think that might be the last one. We'll fly from now on. But, uh, but yeah, met Geordie there at the race, and he was a good lad. And um, when we were looking at expanding, because Pirate Life's now opening a brewery in WA. Yep. Um, so talk of, a bit more on that sense. with the, the Private Life Brewery because they're your major sponsor. Yes, yep. And that like how did how did all that all that come about? Was a guy in was he a mountain bike guy or no, did you guys approach no. him or like how did that all get started? Yeah, so we approached him at the start. Um, I had a, I basically came up with a concept of a race team and the fact that we didn't want to just uh, I guess support the top elite of the elite because there's sort of probably five percent of people in the elite um, category. But uh, what about the other ninety five percent? So we thought, well, how about we flip the whole script and actually have a team that is actually relatable to the whole industry rather than just 
you know, elite winners. Mm. Um, so, yeah, pitched that to Pirate Life about the whole culture behind it and everything. And, um, yeah, they jumped on board and the rest is history. I think it's pretty cool to see that, like, an outside industry sponsor that's, mm. like, getting behind a team as the, their major sponsor because I think mm. that's something we don't have enough of mm. and it's something that obviously brings more money that makes it all more professional. But yeah. I guess now... Do you feel like mountain biking has become more of a mainstream slowly, but surely it's becoming more of a mainstream kind of sport? And I think we're seeing from, like, I think COVID's done a lot of Definitely. good things as well, well as obviously all the bad. Mm. There's a flow and effect from more riders, more people getting introduced into the sport. And then if you've got major outside industry sponsors, that's going to obviously be a driving factor as well. Yes, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah like you said, having those out of industry sponsors. Um, definitely opens up the sport to a larger community mm. and are they pretty much just like do your thing here's some here's, pretty much, here's yeah. some coin here's, <laughs> some, here's yeah. some beers and go for it pretty much yeah we still run the same culture and concept and we've been doing that with them for three years and um they're stoked we've got someone of geordie's level on board they're still stoked that we've got tommy on board and myself as well um we've also got national motocross team uh, started up yeah last year and now this is our first nationals and Perfect. Who's, who's on the motocross side of things? Uh, Mitch Norris at this stage. Yeah. Yep, we were going to have two riders, um, but COVID, so budgets and stuff. Yep. But, um, but yeah, we'd rather do it right with one person and, and yep. do, it, do it properly. And, and you want to grow up more? Like yeah, you want to keep, yeah. keep building it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. No, no, it's cool to see. And I was going to say, Geordie being the top rider he is, how was, uh, how was the enduro last weekend for you? <laughs> Oh, yeah, it was pretty good. How was it for you? <laughs> it's pretty good. We had a pretty good battle. I still have, actually, have, I brought you a beer, but yeah, you didn't yeah, actually yeah. get to uh, receive it. Nah, nah, just pipped you. What was it, yeah. like five seconds or something? Yeah, I think it was six. I think yeah. you got me by yeah, six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny, everyone I talked to on this podcast, the people that beat me, I talked to Carlson. <laughs> Carlson got me by, by two. I think he got me by two, go on an yeah. e-bike with handguards. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't actually, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. bother. Nah, about I thought that. it was a pretty good battle. I looked at the actual, the, the yeah, times, and it was a good back and forth <laughs> for most of it. Yeah, it was good. I reckon you went pretty good for it. That was pretty much your First proper enduro. First proper way. one, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but picked a good one to do. That yeah. was like as legit as like a proper like gnarly AWS, really. Yeah, like, that's what everyone was saying. And yeah. then I think it was just even gnarly the fact that a few of the the runs were blind, like yeah. like stage eight. But one of the good things about stage eight, apparently there's some rock gaps that I probably would have tried if I knew yeah, where I was going. Yeah, exactly. Caught Tim Eaton out. It didn't catch me out because I didn't know yeah, where I was yeah, going. Exactly. So I'm not yeah. going to do anything too yeah. crazy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but so yeah. just don't watch GoPros before you ride. Just ride blind, you'd be way better. Oh, I put you. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of advice for the kids at home. Yeah. yeah. No, but are you, and you guys are planning on doing just as much racing as you can whenever, obviously, it allows us to. Yes, uh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Pretty no. much. Eh? I think. Oh, see how it all goes this year and stuff. But I don't know. Hopefully, I'll be able to get over to some AWSs and stuff this year, like at the mm. start. But we'll just see how it goes with the quarantine. Who knows how it's going to work with like. If you get the like the vaccine, can you just have you got a passport that you can just travel then or like mm. so? Because yeah. you're a family man now as well. That's it. Got two now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. And I don't know, for whatever reason, I thought you were um, a fair bit older than me, because you're 27? 26. 26. 26. 27 next month. Just a yeah. wee pup, eh? Yeah, just, yeah. Just, just ahead of me. When yeah, you said yeah, that, yeah. I don't know, for some reason, I oh, know, I think I just relate having two kids to yeah. like around the 30 yep. mark. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, most do, eh? Yeah. That's oh, good. Just got it over and done with. And yeah, they're, they're <laughs> Both so good, eh? Like, just love Louis like two and a half now. And yeah. Just heaps of fun, eh? And then, yeah, little girl Scarlett, she's three months now and she's just mm. like, yeah, real, I don't know, obviously people have a hard time of it, but um, she just sleeps flat out and she's just stoked all she's the time. She's awesome. So, real lucky, eh? But that really comes into play, like you say, when going overseas. It's oh, like, absolutely. Ha- yeah. Ha- yeah, not only yeah. just the fact you've got a quarantine, but being yeah. away from your family yeah, and your wife's got to look after the kids, yeah. it's, a, it's yeah. a big stress that people don't, well, yeah. Europeans wouldn't have to oh, think about. exactly, yeah, yeah. And that's even like people from... Like Aussie, it's hard to go over there, but like 
people from WA, I think, it's, like, even harder, really. Like, mm. especially even just coming over here, like, obviously, like, you take the same amount of time off work and stuff, but if you guys, like, want to do, like, well, if we want to do national rounds or anything like that, like, it's usually, like, a week-long job pretty much, eh? And then, mm. yeah, for anyone else over eating states. But it's cool now at home. We've got such a good race series now. Like, the last, well, in, in Enduro anyway, like, the last round we got last year at um, Lingalonga, we've got 500 entries to the last round. Really? And it's, like, the legit tracks, like... Because someone was... I don't know if it was you were telling me, someone was saying the series runs pretty much all year now. Yeah, it's like crazy. Like, it's just never, yeah. never ending. Yeah, I think it, start, it starts, like, next to the boys are coming over. Um, we got the first round. I think it's... 23rd of March. Yeah, a couple of weeks. Yeah. Last weekend, 27th. Yeah. Into yeah. Yeah. A couple of weeks away. And you guys bounce over there a fair bit yeah. now. Yeah. Well, obviously not driving yeah. anymore. No, no, <laughs> you not driving. Get the second flight. Second time over, isn't it? Yeah. Second, second time yeah, over yeah. will be, yeah. But yeah. the plan is to, because we've got a rider in both states, then we'll fly Geordie over for a couple of rounds and we'll go over for a couple of rounds. and Hire some more wicked vans with some, That's right. with yeah. some <laughs> questionable paint jobs on them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they actually jumped on board for this uh, this trip, which is nice. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. one of our partners yeah, yeah. for the year. Oh, so you just approached Wicked and said, hey, do you want yeah, to be, yeah. get behind yeah. the team? Yeah, so they're behind us how's now. The, how's the promotions go with that? Do you, do you photograph the, <laughs> the van you're in or do you just kind of block out? Just get a few people to stand in front of some of the riding. <laughs> we put a couple up so far. Yeah. No, serious backlash no right? no, oh, no. just look at the instagram and see what's written on the side of them yeah <laughs> true yeah. so they were, they were open to that they were just yeah. happy to go along with yeah, it yeah yeah. yeah yeah i feel like you just got to probably that's a thing i feel like a lot of um athletes don't really they don't venture out or try and push that and i guess if you're yeah. a bit more of a serious team and you've got key sponsors and you mm. kind of push that image i guess people want to jump more on board with that yeah because yeah. the whole thing is like if you've got to sell yourself to that's that right. to yeah. that company and mm. people aren't really good at selling like but say like oh, I no, guess absolutely. I think coming yeah. up, yeah, you gotta understand your value and where you can give them value and what you can get back out that's of it. Right, yeah. So that's something, yeah, that, that's yeah. cool. If yeah, if you can kind of keep doing that. It obviously brings costs down, and then you put more costs into athletes exactly. programs and yeah. keep pushing it. Yeah, so we you try guys and squeeze it, squeeze every dollar. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, but yeah, like I said, like you were saying, to get creative and mm. if you've got a bit of sales now behind you or, or know what value you can add to them, yeah, uh, it definitely helps. That's for sure. And I was gonna say, probably being a uh, a gypsy at the, uh, the the start of your career, like yeah. myself, you yeah, kind of yeah, you yeah. get pretty good at squeezing pennies and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. making things work. Oh, that's it. Eh? Yeah, it's been a while since I've lived out of a van for two weeks, but yeah, man, I got the three. I got the three week van. Oh, no, yeah, <laughs> bit more room though. Eh? Oh, it's fine. When it, as soon as it's sunny, I'm yeah. all, I'm oh, all no. good. It's the same as in Europe. Eh? Whenever you like after World Cups and stuff, and it's a mudder, and you just like looking at what you've got to wash and stuff, and you, what am I even doing? You like, quit. Yeah, you question your decisions. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I think day two of the um, enduro when I crashed and broke my bike, and then all the boys just kind of left me. And I remember coming back to the van, and I'm I'm frozen, my gears all muddy, yeah. my bike's broken. I kind of just look around like, what am I doing here? Yeah. You're in a dark place. Eh? Oh, I was, I was glad I was there to bring you back. From yeah, that. you you pulled me out of that pretty 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 well. I had, I had a friend again, found a friend in the enduro scene. Uh, but it's fun. I always talk to people about how um, just before just say before that happened like three days before I was in Derby yeah. and probably one of the best days riding I've ever had yeah. and it's funny how you can have that massive yeah. you can have it like it can go from a massive positive massive negative just yeah. like that but yeah. I think it's just like even when I was in that negative I was just like it's going to get better yeah. it's going to be fine oh yeah definitely <laughs> I think opportunist I've, yeah, <laughs> yeah. optimistic sorry That's yeah cool. yeah Oh, definitely, eh? Yeah. you got to know when to pack it up. When to, well, that's like <laughs> to when go we back. got here, too, because we'd never been here, me and Tom, so yeah. it was all new for us. That's come from Adelaide, too, there's nothing, oh. you know, obviously nothing like this. Oh, trust me, that's all I've heard from <laughs> yeah. Connor for the last few days. But we rocked up, what, Tuesday night, and then we got on the hill Wednesday, was it? Yeah. And it was Peace blowing yeah. air. And it was did, did you guys learn? get to learn all the tracks? Did you do everything? Oh, well, I wouldn't say learn it. We went down them all. Yeah, yeah. So Jordan, buddy, 
What did you tip us in the Zen Garden and that well, in the wet straight yeah, away? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's really Connor's nice going to me, he goes, oh, don't do Proline today, don't even bother. Yeah. Let me get up there with Jordan. <laughs> oh, I was up there. Like, you want to right. go down here? Yeah. Yeah. I, reckon, I reckon I walked down half of it. Yeah. Well, I was like, <laughs> I was like, do you want to go down Zen Garden? They were like, I was like, probably won't. Do we want to go down Zen Garden? <laughs> I was like, it's pretty gnarly. I don't reckon you remember, I don't remember I definitely you asking us. Yeah. I was like, it's pretty gnarly. And you were like, well, we're racing it. I was like, I think I said that part. We're racing it, we'll do it anyway. And then halfway down, I'm like, what am I doing? Pretty wide eyes at the bottom of that one. Yeah. in the mud yeah definitely got to the bottom and said to Jordan like, is it all like this or? <laughs> he goes no you've probably done the worst of it in the wet but yeah but no it's been an epic place yeah no sure. the big amount, eye opener the amount of work they've actually done here like mm. how, how many tracks we obviously just race for the enduro and that's not even I talked to um, Baxter and he says there's about 75 yeah. different tracks that you can, and he's like yeah. the variations you can do top to bottom is is pretty ridiculous yeah and I really hope that like from, from just from this, just say people from Adelaide come and they see what you can because even just say Derby, like that's yeah. not a massive hill, nah, like that's two seventy or something, I think. Like, yeah, it's nothing. Yeah, it's really, yeah. it's really that's, small. That's something in WA, mate. Yeah, <laughs> and that's, that's a whole lot. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, like it, and just it's sick that it's they. Ha- I hope it all is um, profitable and everything because like they've definitely like catering for the gnarlier side of riding, mm. like the greens and blues are like definitely blues but you only got to look at the hill that they're dealing with to like to be able to get a green run down that hill is like pretty gnarly so yeah hopefully it's still around for a long time because it's such a sick place right? are you guys you're just saying there's not that in adelaide but are you guys seeing like growth like in adelaide with the kind of with trails networks and stuff like that or was it all still pretty kind of just like yeah, banging your head against the wall to try and yeah. get a good think, track um, well, Fox With Creek burnt down, so they're sort of concentrating on that a bit now, aren't they? Or? They are. They're starting yeah. to re- rebuild Fox Creek now. Yeah. Um, as bad as it was, and you know, there might be some backlash, but I think it was actually not, I wouldn't say a blessing, but it reactivated yeah. a lot of areas in Adelaide yeah. that were just forgotten about because there was Fox was the easier place to go to. Um, and we're lucky with Adelaide that everything's the accessibility of it, like we've got the foothills within five, ten minutes of the CBD, you know, so you just sort of pick where you want to go on that day. Um, mm. Yes, we don't have the elevation of other places, but we have that accessibility to yeah. to trails, which is nice. Yeah, we don't have to drive an hour somewhere every time we want to go. Just not this steep. Just not this steep. <laughs> no, yeah. it's pretty crazy to think though. Like, arguably, three of the best mountain bikers out of Australia in the world, yeah, like crazy. Connor, Troy, Sam. Yeah, we can dream. But you think about Jordan's that, like, closer than us. <laughs> you think about that, like, yeah, yeah Perth and Adelaide. Yeah, and it's just like. It's almost like yeah that you do, like you don't need the terrain, but nah. it sure as hell helps. Oh, it definitely yeah. helps. Like even just like doing long runs and stuff. Like I know I know Sam rides a bit of moto and stuff, but yeah, just like yeah, I don't know. He's just something else. That guy. Eh? When you're following him down stuff, and you just he like you're not you're trying, and he's he must be trying a bit, but it looks like he's not he trying. Yeah. He's just doing all these swooping lines and stuff, and then you're like, why are you going up there? And then he would just disappear, and you're like, oh yeah, that's why. But. <laughs> Yeah, WA is cool at the moment though. Like with the, um, we just got so much money pumped into um, trails over there at the moment. Like so, lucky to be building a fair few through through Chili's design. But um, yeah, like we've got Sam's sort of come out and helped us map like a fair bit of track and stuff. Like design a heap of trail down in Nanup and then. Because um, let's go because you're, you're you're in the trail building yeah, and you've and you've what's the, what's the company called? You said? Uh, three Chili's design. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was a carpenter before that, and then. Um, yeah, I think I've been doing it for like a year and a half now and stuff. But yeah, it's like, yeah, it's unreal. I still get to use my trade and stuff as well. Like we do a heap of pump tracks with like concrete lips and stuff. So forming all those up and build bridges and stuff as well. Like do a bit of different stuff. We just did a concrete skate park as well. I mean, concrete pump track right in the city. So 
They're yeah. tricky. They're tricky to do. Like I, I built one. Me and one of my mates, we got oh, like it's a normal pump track. No, we we sealed it and everything. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So, oh no, I'm talking like concrete, like oh, actual like skate park finish. Oh concrete, okay, so yeah. not like a hot mix. Nah, no, nah, oh. nah. Yeah, and that yeah, there's a lot probably like. You should see the custom floats and stuff they've made. Already. Yeah, they do it. yeah. Times ten amount yeah. of work. Well, they're pretty much line. becoming just the new skate parks. Oh, it's like, that's the thing. And it's way more family friendly and yeah, just I think because you go to a skate park, even me, like I can't do that much at a skate park, and it seems very daunting. Yeah, where you can just sure. roll around a pump track and you're yeah. just like, oh sweet, this is fun. And yeah. I think it's way more inviting. Well, for five year old can get their way around it. Ex- really yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Every, and, but the thing is, like a top rider can enjoy it, and a kid exactly. can enjoy yeah. it. Where a skate parks, it's like you're probably just getting in someone's way if you can't ride it. And yeah. then if you're really good, it's like, well, then you're only catering for one kind of group. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. They're just so progressive eh, as well. Like, yeah, it's just there's so much you can do on them. And same as like we usually try like work, try work some jumps into each one like with actual concrete lips and everything. And so like at least then you can sort of like move your way across the park and eventually get to jumping because like no such like a fun you can be such a fast mountain biker and not be able to jump it's like such a fundamental like skill but like you can go so fast without learning to jump it's so gnarly yeah but like yeah people just i guess it is hard to learn at the start but give them every opportunity they can to learn i guess and then do you get like free game when you're kind of doing stuff like that or you kind of set to like a plan that you've got to follow no we're pretty different eh, with our like we sort of have a bit of a plan and stuff, a rough layout, but, like, we, like, heaps of trail companies and stuff, they'll, like, do pump tracks to heights, like, do rollers to a height and stuff, like, with a yeah, like level, laser level, and level. stuff. And, like, yeah, we're pretty, yeah, I don't know. I, guess, I don't know. They are cool when it's like that, but it just sort of starts to feel, like, a bit manufactured. Like, yeah. so, yeah, we, like, try and sort of push, like, there's never any, like, lengths on our jumps and stuff. Like, we always just try and push them, like, to be... Well, I feel like you get a good idea of, like, a grasp on what you need to do. And then as soon as you start levelling, it's like, it might be level, but it's not actually going to give you the best lip or the best... Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Whereas, like, some companies, it's just like, well, that's the height. That's, yeah, that's, that's what, what you're getting. Do. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, it's good. Just the boss is just a frother, so... <laughs> Let's you do your thing. <laughs> yeah. And you guys are fairly booming now, because you were saying in the shuttle line the other day that the amount of machines you guys have got to actually work on stuff now has kind of gotten a bit ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, even just in, like, the year and a half, like, what have we got? Like, I think we've got five, like, two-ton diggers now. Like, I think we've got, like, six posi tracks through, like, different horsepowers and stuff, and then all the, other, like, compactors and hand tools and stuff to go to with it. But, yeah, we've got, like, three proper big teams on the go at the moment. How many, so. how many people are in a team? Usually about six or seven. Yeah, so like so there'd yeah, be like over going. 20 dudes sort of going at the yeah. moment. Yeah, so it's pretty cool that there's that much trail. And It's like funny how much like that industry is like... It's yeah, well, it's just going with everything else that's happened like with the boom and stuff. I yeah. Guess. Like there's just, yeah, it's same same as bike shops, anything to do with the industry, I think. It's, it's just, just, yeah, it's just, just flooding, yeah. yeah. I'm just I'm just waiting to see when there's like, obviously we have all these like facilities and chairlifts and stuff for snow, but... When's it just going to be like this is a mountain bike chairlift? This is right. it, yeah, yeah. And like, I feel like obviously a lot of places like Maidini could obviously have one, but I think the town has to catch up. Mm. And, yeah. and that's something where I think a lot of people are getting a bit overzealous on like, okay, we've got all the tracks, like, let's put a chairlift, let's get all the people. But it's yeah. just like, there's the hospitals aren't here, the roads aren't ready. Yeah, like, yeah. 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 there's the a big structure. Mm. Yeah. But you look at like the way Derby's going, and that's, that's obviously. Yeah, well, what's that? Like seven years, I think, in front. I'm pretty sure, or is five it, years. Yeah, yeah it's been like, there for eight. Like the actual start of it has been there for yeah. eight years. So like, but yeah. it's picking up now. Yeah, for sure. Like, but yeah, like you've only got to look at that place. Like how that whole town is mountain mm. biking. Like and it's the, always used in like when you're building trails or like when a town's going to get a heap of trails, and that is like 
that it, that's it. Derby is like what the they plays. use as the like yeah. Well, you got to look at the curve as well, and now it's like obviously it's always slowest at the start. You look, mm. Derby's pulled it now. St Helens, Medina. I didn't even know there was a place called Queenstown that apparently is going to yeah, have trails, yeah. trails in. Yeah, yeah. Now the place Wild Mersey as well. I think like it's just going to be like you come into Tassie. Bring him out and bike. Yeah, you, yeah. you spend a month here and you're, yeah. you're right half the trails. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, yeah. so it's like it is pretty much. Well, I guess it is sort of New Zealand, just like. But yeah, it, it is even feels like. Do you feel like it's fe- like just yeah. the little beach towns? Well, and the stuff? first yeah. time I came here was um, before. So when I first came to Tassie, I was I was living in Queenstown for like eight months, and then I like came here and I was like, ah, oh, yep, you can definitely tell they used to be connected at one yeah. point. Like yeah, <laughs> just all the ferns and stuff. Like yeah, yeah. No, it's a, it's a cool spot. And would you guys? If there was more, I guess, because the plan is, I think, next year is to have heard whispers, talk to Reese, just whispers still, but there's going to be a um, Enduro World Series event in Derby and then possibly here, and that's something you guys would obviously come try and be a part of. And would oh, you, yeah, 100%. Sure. Would you try and have a bit more of a, I guess, a presence at something like that and try and be a bit bit more, I guess, seen or like have the, have the brand try and get sponsors right behind that and really kind of have an image at one event oh, like yeah, that? Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, Pirate Life as well as us is keen as to do what we can. Um Obviously, there's connections here with Medina and other breweries and whatnot, but um, it was put out to sponsor the event. Um, I think we are, or in February we were going to be, or they were going to be sponsoring also Trans uh, Tasma, uh, yeah, the Trans Tas. Yeah, that got cancelled, so I think that will still carry over to November if it all goes ahead. Um, so yeah, we're, I've done yeah. heaps of stuff with like snowboarding is all out of name. Yeah, 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 definitely. But uh, as far as that actual major events and whatnot, I mean, it's hard because we're flying in. Uh, next time we'll probably drive and then we can bring tents and everything else. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. That's the one thing about Tassie. It's like it's got everything we need, but just the fact you've got to catch a boat. It's yeah. just funny that little bit of resistance yeah. actually yeah. makes it so much yeah. harder because, it, like, it is. It's like you've got to pay for a, like the boat, and it's not cheap if you bring a big van. You got another yeah. day to travelling. Yeah. Another day travelling. Yeah. Well, it's travelling yeah. too, and we're trying to. You know, everyone has a full-time job still. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, we do have the title sponsorship and some, you know, monetary backing. Mm. But um, we still have to pay our bills by working a day job, you know. Yeah. Um, do you so almost find it, like, because you still have the day job that it makes the team stuff almost that little bit sweeter in a way? Like, it's like, even though you've got to work too, which it's more mm. work, but then when you get to do it, it's almost like it's it's the hobby thing and it's like yeah, you get excited. Yeah, to look forward to, I yeah, guess. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Especially last year, like, with COVID come. We're that was all around. We'd all these mm. plans lined up, and then you know that would one would fall through. Like, oh man, gotta wait again. And so, yeah, this has been our first one back. So I was pumped for this. For well, a you while. missed out on Trans Tas, so you, yeah, devo, yeah, but awesome for that. Yeah. But. <laughs> it's funny because I remember when I was um, I was working full time as a boilermaker, like welding, and then mm. after work I would train. Yeah, and. I was so like I was like get me out of this like <laughs> sweat box yeah. welding in like thirty five degree heat yeah. and then a trail ride in like still thirty five degree heat but that seemed like heaven compared to welding so yeah. I was like but yeah. then when I became a full time gig and I just had the ride yeah. it suddenly didn't seem so sweet yeah because then that became the job yeah it wasn't true. like the the yeah. the thing you look forward to yeah. it was just the yeah. thing and it's it's bad how we have that comparison and you, it's like funny it's like everyone says like oh. I don't want to work so hard and all that, but in a way, like deep down, you kind of do because yeah, well, yeah. You're, well, if you're getting paid to ride, you got to put in the effort, don't you? Yeah, exactly. You know? But it was just it was just funny when that became like that's all you've got to do. Yeah. I always tell people it almost that killed it for me in a way. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's I've always wondered how it, how it would. Yeah, I've never had to worry about it, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I've always wondered yeah if it would change because I always just yeah if I'm not like even like I just have like time off over the holidays and stuff. I'm always just like itching to be doing something I like so I guess if you can kind of do something you enjoy as a day job and then well I definitely enjoy what I do as a day Mm. job but yeah and then sort of still have 
that to do afterwards. It's like, yeah. Mm. Well, it's like it's a release for, you know, the mental mm. release as well. Yeah, exactly. You know, but like you said, if you're doing it full time and there's extra pressure. and There's a lot of things whatnot. come with it. And no yeah. one, no one like kind of preps you for that. That's, that's mm. the funny thing. Everyone like, I always say everyone preps you for if you don't make it a full time job, like they yeah. have all these backup plans for you. Yeah. But no one's got a plan for the, if you do actually make it. Yeah. In a lot of things, in a lot of jobs, like yeah. if you become a team, like everyone always has like a, I yeah. guess a safety net ready yeah. for you if you, if you fuck up. Yeah. yeah. But then it's no one's got the, okay, here's a, here's a game plan if you do If win. you do make it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And it's funny, it's like, and it, it's like, people always say, like, you complain about it, but it's like, uh, and even though it's a good problem, it's still a problem in a way. Yeah. And people just think it's like, oh, well, you complain about it, but it's like, they, you don't, if you don't know, if you've never been in that situation, it's hard yeah. to compare to it. Yeah. 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 You're so focused on getting to that point, and then yeah. it's there, and you're like, I compared it to like a dog chasing a car. Yeah. And he catches, yeah, exactly. But that's, you kind of get frozen because you're like, I always said, like, I didn't know what to do with my free time. And I, yeah. and then I just, I honestly, the first year I became a professional writer, it was my worst year by far. Yeah, How long right. have you been going for now? I start, I got my, like, I was writing for Da Vinci from 14 and 15. I wrote for Da Vinci. Yeah. But that was, I wasn't getting paid. I got flights, um, yeah, accommodation, okay. all that stuff, yeah. bikes. And then 16, I signed with um, Intense. And when did you stop? Boiler making. Boiler making. It actually it lined up well. I I finished my apprenticeship um, end of twenty fifteen. So I was uh, still I was still working when yeah, I was on Da Vinci to, mm-hmm. to actually just save money. And it was funny because in twenty um, I think what twenty thirteen when we went over um, we're over there. I kind of I spent all my money like I'd save up half the year, spend yeah. all the money. And I remember I got to the end of the year and I was just broke again. Yeah, <laughs> like had a lot of good memories, yeah. a lot of good times. But it was almost just like if I didn't get that ride to help me, it was like could have been make or break. Yeah, yeah. do yeah. I do I do it all over again yeah. and make it happen? Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure I would have. I sure I would yeah, have just yeah. kept going. But there was yeah. definitely those voices just like shit. It's a, it's, yeah. a, it's, it's now or never. But yeah. then I look at like a lot of my friends that like they didn't do it and now they just go and do and work whatever job they do. I'm like. But then I they could have been there. They could have been, yeah, but yeah. Uh, they might not have made it. But like, that's yeah. You can't like just like living we were, out of a van and stuff. All those experiences. Traveling around Europe, yeah, yeah. You can't put a price on that. Yeah. And you know, like we were talking the other day about like in the J and all these and, yeah. and just all these old memories. And you yeah, just like, yeah. and then and then especially now that you can't actually even travel to Europe, <laughs> yeah, and it's just like, and it ma- yeah, it makes it even more sweet. Yeah. And I always say to like, especially junior kids now, it's like it's gonna be tough. Oh, you're yeah. probably going to hate it at yeah. points, but then you're going to look back at it and you're going to be like, I'm glad I got to do that because right. yeah. it's like, it is an experience. And I look at people that just get put straight in a factory team and they get everything handed to them. Yeah. Like as soon as I started running for a factory team, it like, it became a lot easier, which then can help you with your race results, but yeah. way less fun. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. way less fun. Like, and I, but I did know when I went to intense, that was pretty cool. Cause I was with Jack and Charlie yeah, and all that. And it almost out. felt like I was back with all the boys again. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But yeah. yeah. But it makes you appreciate it more. Having to do the grind a bit too. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Any, anything worth having should probably be hard or else yeah. you, know, you, don't, you don't get the value <laughs> yeah, out of it. Yeah. That's right. yeah. Yeah. It's funny um, how much money you end up with when you um, don't go away racing for a year, though. <laughs> yeah. Somehow bought a house this year. and <laughs> All the stuff there, yeah. 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 All the positives. Yeah. But you guys would have had that because I'm sure this team, like setting it all up, there would have been a lot of struggle that would have gone into it. But in the back oh, of your definitely. mind, you've got yeah. to know, like, okay, this is all for something. Like, the, the end goal is going to be all worth it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'll be honest with you, I got to a state because I'm 36 now, just hanging maybe... Hanging in by a thread on elite, uh, yeah, the elite side, but it might be time to uh, step down. But um, <laughs> after this week, but uh, yeah, I just got to a point where you know I wanted, I wasn't racing sort of flat out at the time because I did used to do like off roads, and I got into mountain biking, etc. And then I just said to the wife, I said, "Oh, you know, I want to do something else." She goes, "What do you want to do?" I said, "I want to run a team." You know, mm. and then that's where the you know, thinking cap went on and said, "Oh, how can I 
you know, because everybody runs a team pretty much the same way, like all, from what I can understand. Um, so I was like, well, how can, like I said earlier, how can we flip the script and the whole thing and actually, you know, come up with a different dynamic of a team which is attractive to sponsors um, and is relatable to everybody in the industry, you know, um, and without that sort of pressure either. So Jordan's contract's different to Tom's, which is different to my self-contract, which is different to Mitch's. Uh, motorsport's a bit more pressure because they want results, but, yep. you know, it is what it is. Um, but you're even Honda and those boys have been really good to us um, and they're sort of backing what we're doing, which is nice. Um, so, yeah, it's. Uh, I think people see, I guess, the Instagram and you guys probably find the same thing. They see the Instagram and the, the nice photos and everything else, but they don't see the, the grind behind. The emails, the work, yeah. The laptop and the conversations. And, yeah, and you're working a full-time gig too, so I travel mm. half of Australia with a day job as well, um, mm. trying to obviously get results for the people I work for and that. Um, what do you think the hardest thing was when you built, like to build a team to get like the first I guess things in place, whether it be sponsors, riders? What what, what was the hardest thing for you um, to kind of get get the whole like the ball off the ground kind of thing or the, the ball think, rolling? Because we were doing a junior program to start with, that was my initial thing. I wanted to put back into juniors from what I learnt from racing motos and you know mountain biking for that short period, um, and try and I guess uh, stop them making the same mistakes I did and, and educate them a bit more. Yeah. So we ran a junior program for a couple of years, um, and then we had a few mates of ours that were all riding together in Adelaide. Um, so I thought, well, let's try and put a senior team together, and then um, yeah, just approach Pirate Life with the with the pitch to concept, and then they jumped on um, yep. product uh, to start with. Yeah. But I saw sort of two, three years in advance, and thought if we do right and uh, over over deliver. Yeah. Um, Start a good relationship like that's that. That's right. Yeah. Build build on exactly, that. Yeah. Yeah. So and they've been fantastic. So. They've believed in what we're doing and now we're building and building every year. Um, unfortunately, COVID hit, but that's for everybody. Uh, we'd probably be another year in front, but I think we're definitely in the right. Are you looking at starting possibly another junior team as well as, as these guys, or is just too many too many people in play at that point? I think it's just obviously with the the, uh, the beer sponsorship, it makes it a little bit hard. Yeah, a bit tricky pushing that. Yeah, yeah. So. Do you get any blowback from that with people? Because I know, I guess, I don't know, it's like... The parents or mums or is is there? Because I, I was I was surprised the amount of blowback. Like I, yeah. I did a jumper design and they had like a, a naked girl on the back of it, and I didn't think anything of it. A girl, a, girl, a friend of mine actually designed it and yeah. and put it out there. And I was like, oh, yeah. that's cool. Put it up on the internet. The amount of people that came oh, out, yeah. and like parents yeah. and stuff, saying like I'm like a sleaze and like aggressive yeah. messages. And yeah. I was like, how can you call me like all these <laughs> names when I'm just like and I've just put this shirt out and I'd write them back a nice email saying I'm sorry it's offended you this, blah blah yeah. blah and they'd come at me again. And I was like, how can you just throw offense, like yeah, abuse right. at someone, yeah. Yeah. but for then abuse for being offensive when I did, like I wasn't even meaning to be offensive? Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. but I'd say with the beer thing, do you get a bit of blowback from certain people? Um, at times. Yeah. We've, yeah, a little we've had bit. A bit. I mean, well, there's a rule that um, you've got to be, what, 25 to yeah. be seen in a, in a photo holding a beer. Social media, you've got to be 25. Really? Yeah, so you can, you can wear the logo head to toe but you cannot yeah. be seen holding a beer who, who makes that rule I don't know it's the yeah. alcohol advertising commission thing yeah. whatever it's called yeah so you yeah. can it's a weird rule isn't it's it it's a weird rule stupid. so you can drink yeah so you can drink, drink up a story day. like say you like just had a beer in front of you you yeah. could like put up a story holding it I think like but as it's soon a very as grey the screen around and we're like Drinking it. Yeah, I, 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 I kind of I can I can yeah, twenty five's not. It should be eighteen, I reckon. Yeah, like, if, you, if you can drink it, you can yeah. drink I it. I think like. it's more the fact that eighteen year olds do look younger. Too, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Like I kind of can understand it, but at the same time, it is annoying. Yeah, but it's it kind of it, it kind of puts in line with what we do anyway. So you know, we we we're sort of you know the grey zone. We're not black. We're not white. We like to work in the middle there somewhere. And yeah, you know, we're picking up someone like Jordan at twenty six, not 
19 yeah. as a promising rider. And then, you know, I'm not sure what Jordan's thoughts were when he was you know, thinking for the future in the next few years, but I hope us coming along has given, you know, reignited some stuff. And, oh, huge, yeah. Um, well, it's just like uh, being from, like, Australia and trying to race, like, overseas or anywhere really is, like, hard. But then, like, being from WA, just makes it's so just, much. like, so much harder again. Mm. Like, I know, like, you make your own way in the world or whatever and, like, I'm not... I don't want to have a whinge about, like, never getting, like, support and stuff. I got some good support early on. But, um, yeah, like, just getting, like, top 40s at EWSs and World Cups in the same year and, like, had to buy, like, my bike from a shop. Like, yeah. So, yeah, it's just so sick now actually getting, like, some real good support, support to be able yeah. to come over to national rounds and stuff. Like, just makes it that much easier. Like, you're not stressing about money as much and, like, you can actually, yeah, like, make it to way more events as well. Like, you're not, yeah... You're not so worried about it. So, yeah, it's been huge help coming on board. Like, yeah, it's been a great setup. Well, I think with with that, because I always tell people, like, to be successful, you just need to, like, limit the resistance you have in your life. And that can be, like, obviously WA is, like, that little bit of resistance to come to races. Like, it only has to be, like, minute. Yeah. But if you can minimise all the resistance in your life, that's when I feel like you become successful. So stop looking at the things you need to do and almost the things that you, like, don't, like that get in the way of you doing that, more or less. Yeah. So it's, like, think of just, say, you need to race more and all that. Because that's the, something I've really tried to focus on and that's why I've actually moved to Bright and done a lot of things where I've just... As soon as I'm, like, I know I need to do something, yeah. I look at, like, there might be two or three things that I might be, like, that would stop me from doing that. And yeah. then I try and, like, minimise those and then it just becomes a lot easier. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that when obviously getting support and all that, it just takes that little bits of resistance yeah. out oh, here absolutely. and there and it, yeah. it really makes it easier. Yeah, but so many athletes even, like, just wouldn't do that, though. Like, they wouldn't move to Brighton and stuff. Like, mm. they'd, like, even if it did, like, if they people could like guarantee... People like complaining. Yeah, if yeah. they could guarantee, like, like yeah, people are kind of scared... Scared of success, almost to mm. a certain extent. Well, I can vouch like. for that. <laughs> <laughs> when I was seventeen, doing motos, not off roads, you know, promising up and comer, I guess if you call it a C grader. But we had the conversation, mum and dad, about going over to the eastern states to compete with the guys every weekend because they, you know, we'd like go over for a national or something, and then we disappear for six weeks because, you know, but they'll be racing a state thing together and, a, you know, but they're riding that terrain all the time. It's much like people that get to ride this stuff at Medina all the time, mm. um, you know. But I didn't have it in me to go over there and you know and do I, it yeah. yeah i just would have been homesick and scared and i hadn't wasn't worldly enough i hadn't traveled with family enough overseas or you know i just didn't do it but, yeah it's funny these kids asked me yesterday he's young um i went and had a talk with some under 13s kid and they're like oh who's your biggest competitor and i just said well i guess it's yourself really mm. and it's funny how much self-sabotage you oh, actually definitely. do to yourself yeah. is, is is ridiculous yeah. like yeah. looking back it's like i did stuff and i was like what was i doing yeah, yeah. and like Crazy, yeah. no one else was doing that to me i was doing yeah, that yeah. to myself so it's like yeah. it sounds like cliche but you say like you are your biggest competitor because yeah. you're the one that always trying to beat yourself in oh, ways yeah. or like make yourself a little fail. voice in your head yeah, yeah. yeah. you read yeah. the um have you read the chimp paradox no i haven't it's a Good, it's a good, good yeah, book. yeah, yeah. It's like I think it's Sir Chris Hoy that wrote it. He like, um, yeah, did like a heap of coaching for like the UK track team and stuff. Like, I think he helped like Bradley Wiggins and stuff, all those like top UK road dudes. But yeah, it's basically a concept of like, there's like you, the computer, and then um, like your chimp. Yeah. So like your chimp is like stronger than you. Like it can like put all these negative thoughts out there and stuff like and you you can't ever like just strong arm the chimp like you've mm. got to like basically explain to that side of your brain why you're doing stuff and like why like yeah if you're just thinking about like oh, it doesn't happen anymore but like when you used to think like oh like I could be coming through this section and you'd be like visualizing and then you visualize yourself crashing yeah and you're like 
well, that's not that's not me thinking that. Yeah. Like that's like something else in my brain, like worrying, like trying to. Yeah, it's a cool read. Yeah, and it's yeah. almost like yeah, that self talk you have with yourself. Yeah. That sometimes mm-hmm. it'll be like that's not me saying that. Yeah, but it's yeah, still yeah. it's still there. Yeah, it's a part of your brain saying that. But you're like, yeah, if you can sort of reason and I just understand when it's not. That's not you saying that. Like that's another yeah. part of your brain that like. It's almost like a different voice that's in yeah. there. Yeah. 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 For sure. Fight or flight voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah literally, yeah. yeah. And that'll and that'll come up yeah a lot, especially I guess in our sport you always constantly have that self talk oh, yeah. and like yeah. that's what I said like the other day, had a terrible day, had a good day. Like the different self talk I had on my own <laughs> yeah. head is like where are this where's this coming yeah, from? Yeah, like yeah. you almost know but then it's yeah, it's funny how that, yeah. that works. I I haven't read it yet, but I've heard another book, um, The War of Art. And it, yeah, it talks, if you heard about yeah, that, it talks a lot yeah. about like the resistance to, it, it, like, it, it almost puts a face on resistance as yeah. like that's a, that's its own thing. Yeah. And it's like I said before, like removing that completely or understanding that and where that is. And then once you can remove that, I guess everything just becomes a lot better because once you don't ever, because you think about it, we have resistance to everything, even yeah. waking up in the morning. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. every, everything we do, it's like a certain element of resistance. So if you can just slim that down. Yeah. And then, yeah, you, then I think once you get rid of resistance, then you create habits. And then once you create habits, you get routine. And once you get routine, yeah. Yeah. life flows very, very smoothly. It all starts yeah. with a snooze on the alarm clock. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did that a few times this morning. I woke up yeah. and I was like, nah, we're nah. going back to sleep. Not yeah. Now. yeah, the sun came blazing through the van window. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's nice in the morning. I get nice mornings. Oh, but no, it's been yeah. beautiful the last couple of yeah. days. Oh. Yeah, it turned around. I get I've got friends coming down, um, they'll be over like coming down from Derby soon and when we first got here it was obviously almost snowing and I was yeah. like, Can you bring my gloves and my jacket? And they're like, Where are you? Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> Antarctic is not to? that far. Nah, <laughs> blow, the nah. wind was blowing, but yeah. no, nah, it's been beautiful. I think we're supposed to get some rain tomorrow, but I think it's all slimmed it's down as well. A bit yeah, of yeah, I think we're gonna be alright, eh? I think yeah. it'll be good. Yeah, yeah. and how's that gonna do you reckon that'll almost be better on the trail bikes because it might it's Yeah, might it'll be, slow it down. It's all good up there, like most of it, and then there's just like a couple of sections where it's like just going straight through a heap of bomb holes and it's like and what, Real, and what yeah. bikes are all you guys on at the moment? So we're all on the Rocky Mountain Altitudes. Um, yeah, the factory edition. Uh, the rally edition, sorry. Um, yeah, I think like 170, 160. Like, yeah, real just capable enduro bikes. bikes yeah. yeah, but... Um, I think more than anything, it's just that like dual crown fork on the front. Eh, yeah, makes, like, bit of just makes you not feel like you can do an X up. Yeah, just yeah. just even just if it's not that much more travel, it's just knowing you've got it yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, I think it's just something to do with the stiffness. Yeah, I don't know what it is about it, but yeah, yeah. Mm. But I think even when you get some rain, you just see holes a bit better. Like it just makes everything a bit more visual. I know, yeah, it gets yeah. Sli- like it gets a bit more slippery. But yeah, I know, yeah, like yeah. you know, when yeah, you, you think that like you think it's just the ground, but it's actually like a, f- a like foot half below a foot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even in the berms, it. you hit a berm and it'll be solid. Then you hit yeah. another one, you'll sink three yeah. three inches, and you'll be like, "Ooh, Ooh. get thrown over the bars." <laughs> but yeah, but yep. um, yeah, you can't say they haven't put on a proper track here. Yeah, so. I was gonna say awesome. thoughts thoughts yeah, on it. It's yeah, so nice. good. It's just um, sick to be riding soft stuff, eh? Like even if it is dusty and stuff, like there is definitely some nice loamy bits and stuff. But like so, uh, like bright is like real cool, like sick track and stuff. But. Man, that thing is like it's haggard, beat. Like. It's beat, yeah. It's, Trust me, yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying to put some new stuff yeah. in. I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> preaching yeah. to the choir, so we'll try and make it happen. Yeah, but, but you never get to race down or on like brand new tracks like this. And like, you get it. You have to think. Like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. Thing, like. yeah, yeah. Like there's so many lines up there. Like the boys have done such a good job. Eh? Mm. Like, yeah. Like I was joking around with Troy, but like when we go to Threadbow, it's like yeah. I reckon if you did a race run, first run to then your actual final run, yeah. probably be a few Wouldn't seconds be different. Yeah, it'd be identical. We're here, like. Yeah, it wouldn't yeah. even be the same same nah. track. No, 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 no. They'd be like they'd probably be twenty seconds in it. I reckon. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you reckon you'll change any lines if it does rain at all? I'm not. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not doing anything too gnarly, eh? But What's um, your GoPro, I reckon. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
just all the off canvas stuff will get a bit slippery, but yeah. it's all right. I'm on flats anyway, so it's you're a flat fine. pedal yeah, track. Yeah, so you're fine. fine. You're, yeah. go- you're golden. Yeah, that's it. Was that was that a thing? Just if you're from Perth, you just got to have flat pedals. The same. <laughs> oh over man, the dark side it, there. like it is over there. Like pretty much everyone's on flats. I did go to clips for a bit just for World Cups because it was like they're so rut. Like it was sort of getting into when like everything started getting faster at World Cups and like. You just couldn't really keep... I don't know how Connor does it, but, like, you just couldn't keep your feet on the pedals. It was just so much, like, less strain on your legs to have clips. So like, mind. Yeah, yeah, that's her. Yeah, so that was all good. And then I just did one EWS in... um, I think it was a real wet one in Austria. And I, like... I think I had, like, no joke, like, ten over the bars in one day just because I was riding, like, a pleb in the mud with clips. I'm like, nah, these things are going in the bin. Yeah, and I just... Yeah, I think it was 2018 and... You haven't looked yeah, back since. Nah, nah, I just have way more fun riding them and probably can go faster if I'm having more well, that's, fun. That's, yeah, I always say that to people. I'm like, do what makes you happy. Yeah. If, if you're, you're happy, growing up with them, I think, like, they're, yeah, they're definitely, like, beneficial for sure, but not for me. Eh? Yeah. No, yeah. I heard a guy, do you know who Matt Fraser is? He's, like, yeah, 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 he won yeah. CrossFit Games, yeah, like, five yeah, years yeah, in a row. Yeah, he yeah. was doing a, a podcast and he just talks about, like, a happy athlete being a dangerous athlete. Yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. just, like, your pain threshold's ho- higher, your, like, your enjoyment's higher, like, everything's better. So I was like, if you... Like, ha- yeah. like being happy will make yeah. a fast racer. Definitely. So oh, yeah. like, and if you can find the, yeah, those little things, like, yeah. I know when I changed my bike to a mullet, I just had more fun. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, <laughs> I don't even want to know if it's faster no, or not. No, no, it's no. Just, it's better. Yeah, yeah, you're in a better frame of mind anyway. So, like, even if it is point whatever faster, like, mm. you're probably less likely to make a mistake anyway because you are, like, you're on it. Like, you're having fun and you're, like, actually sort of, like, in the moment instead of, like, worrying about other stuff. Yeah. That's yeah. funny. Even on this track, there's a few lines that, it might be faster to do a different way, but it's not as fun. Yeah. And I'm almost just like, well, if I do the fun line, I'm probably going to have a smile. That's yeah. probably going to make me go <laughs> yeah. faster a bit further. The next bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's funny when you have that little battle between, like, with yourself, like, is it better? Is it less fun? Like, yeah. it, it comes into play. God, it, definitely. Yeah. For sure. But yeah, are you guys uh, you guys back into practice today? We got the we got the the moonlight session at six six pm. My practice is done. I yeah, we are over. Yeah, oh, your feet up. I did three yeah. runs. Did my first oh. full run. Made it down without stopping. I was pretty happy with that. How, how, how was it? <laughs> yeah, it was same, good. Same, yeah. Same. Well, we didn't ride Wednesday. We just um, walked the track, had a bit of a day off, and then mm. did a couple of runs yeah. yesterday just to have a look and try and remember where to go. And then I think sorted it out today and, yeah, did, did three. Because it's a lot of practice, like yeah. Wednesday to Sunday. Yeah, that's, four days. Yeah. 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 So Especially weird. if you've been here for a couple of weeks, like a week already. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, that's what I was thinking. I, like, I left and went to Hobart for a little bit. Yeah. I was like, I need yeah. to get yeah. away How from here. How many bikes did you bring across? You got five. Five. Yeah. You used them all yet? I actually have, yeah, yeah. No, I went through all of them. I went through the e-bike day one, and then yeah. rode my little uh, mini gambler same day. Got shuttled, and yeah. then uh, went for a cross country the next day. Yeah. Rode dirt jumps, uh, rode the pump track and stuff, and then yeah. downhill bike here. So oh, yeah. I was going to bring two and just put them in the van, and then Timmy came around and he's like, oh, "I should take your hardtail." And then I was like, "Yeah, might as well take that." And then I was like, oh, "I'll take the rack then." And then I was like, "I forgot the rack and take them already." Yeah, I was like, "We're coming to the place that has more trails than anywhere else in yeah. Australia, so yeah, it's a place you can use." And it's good to have spares as well, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I just Lock, it on, lock them all on the back and away we go. Yeah. Some guy came up to me in Derby and he kind of like saw it was just me there and he's like, man, you got five bikes here? <laughs> and he was just like looking at me, he's like, that's got to be worth like 200 grand, isn't it? And yeah. I was like, oh, not quite that much. And yeah. He was there for offer, but no. Nah, nah, weight on the back though, is it? That's oh, all right. The shingle, the shingle back looks after it. Bit, <laughs> of, a, bit, bit of a plug there. That's, yeah. that's, it. that's all right. We got one at home too. Yeah. Oh, perfect. No, it's cool, guys. Well, thanks for yeah, thanks for having the thanks, chat, guys. and um, yeah, you. I guess yeah. we'll see you out there on the trail then. Yeah, boy, thanks for having sure. us on. No, it's all good. Cheers, see you Cheers. in the bar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, before we go, any like just do a little sponsor plug. Who, who guys uh, look after you, and um, what I guess the yeah, plans for the future with the whole team and everything. 
Um, well, who look after us? I was going to put you on the spot a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got to remember where's the jersey. Some was, little kids. When I had that little talk with the junior kids, they asked me who I'm sponsored by, and I was just like, "Oh, I'm on oh, the spot yeah, now." Yeah, and you're trying yeah. to like rattle them off, and yeah. you're like, "Oh, under the crush tent." So let's start with them. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so, but yeah, obviously, Pirate Life's behind us. Shimano Australia's behind us. Um, Rocky 100%. Mountains behind us. Hundred yeah. percent. Effie Sports. Pirelli. Uh, Pirelli tires. Um, Aftershocks. Wahoo. Wicked Campers. Um, who else? Galfa. Yeah, breaks. Yeah. Yep. I reckon you've done pretty good. There. That's pretty good. That's no, not like that well, I've, yeah. I've said it and thought about it for the last. Yeah, yeah. Looked at it should be ingrained. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, hope I didn't miss anybody. <laughs> but um, yeah. So without them, obviously none of it would happen. So yeah. Um, yeah. And Lucky, really. Yeah. Yeah. And what I was going to add to before, it's nice to work with companies that are stoked on what we're doing. Mm. So we've spoken of obviously more than just one bike brand. We've spoken of more than just one cleaning brand. You know, you know bike cleaning product, but. As soon as I find someone that I can hear that they're stoked in their voice and they love what we're doing, mm. and we know that we're going to have a good partnership with them. Um, and I make it very clear from the start that we want a long-term sort of partnership. And, um, yeah, so it keeps growing and growing, which is good. So um, It makes it easier. It makes it easier to push product that you believe in with oh, people definitely. you believe in. That's yeah. like just like in the crush pits now. Like Matt approached me and he's just like, love the podcast. And he's like, how can you make something happen? Yeah, yeah. Here we are now doing yeah. his tent. And yeah, it's if, just, if you've cool. got a good team and partnerships around you then you're going to be successful and that goes with anything, I think. Mm, makes it easier. Yeah, you yeah. create a good environment for yourself right. and it all just flows better. Yeah. You get people that just want to win, like not just in the sense of winning races, but yeah. just win in general. Exactly. Just, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's what we're about. So yeah, and then hopefully the next couple of years we can get Jordan over to some more EWSs and we'll probably put another guy at his level on board next year. That's the sort of plan. Um, and uh, yeah, expand the motocross side of it and just keep building. So we'll just uh, start making some, some of our own products as well. Um, not too distant future and just keep building the grey zone brand as well and, and the team and yeah keep pushing that's sick mm. awesome alright boys cheers Dan. cheers for jumping on right thanks Dan. talk to you